There's never been a train out there that requires a credit card to ride it. They'll all accept cash. Jamie? Yes. Happy fifth anniversary, and let's go watch a little movie called Back to the Future. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, and every other week we watch a movie from the 80s, and then we talk about it. Yeah, I'm one of you two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge, and with me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. Or is she? You're becoming transparent. I'm slowly I fading. I can only see through your hand, which is weird. <laughs> The legs, I think, fade first, actually. So it's the legs that go first. Well, in the so pictures. you think on stage, Michael J. Fox, his legs have disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at the under the sea dance is like, the guy's legs are gone, and well, they, somehow he's still playing guitar. They go out from under him. He can't stand up. You okay, my brother? He's going down. <laughs> I do like how he's just like, I can't play the guitar. I'm like, yeah, you're disappearing. Yeah. Because you're like, not, not existing. You're not existing in this way. And also, does that make sense? Like, would his older siblings disappear before him, or should he disappear first? Uh, there's some questions of some of the logic here. Where does he get his wardrobe from the 50s? I wish we had a little shopping spree. I didn't really want one. But where does he get all of his clothes? Because um, he shows up in that sure vest. I didn't want one? Because I would want one. Him a montage the, and then, of him yeah. trying on outfits? Yes. <laughs> With little hats. Doc just like yeah. sitting outside the dressing room and Marty comes out and he gives him like a thumbs up or a yeah, thumbs Doc, down. Yeah, Doc approves or disapproves. Maybe fixes the collar once or twice to mm -hmm. say this is what you got to do. I Flicks want that as a deleted mm -hmm. scene in this in this movie. With a little Huey Lewis in the news in the background. I think it would do us all really good. good. Huey Lewis all over this movie. All over it. All okay. over, even at the end, like every time his alarm clock goes off, it's oh, as yeah. though we live in a world where it's only Huey Lewis, but also Huey Lewis teaches at a high school and doesn't seem to mind when a band covers his song very badly. <laughs> uh, I guess he did mind. He told them they weren't playing that dance. Yeah, he wouldn't let Too him. loud. Nah. Too loud. Too loud for this dance. Not having it here. And I thought it was like a battle of the bands thing. I didn't know it was just like a who who plays a dance. And that dance comes to nothing, right? Like No, we don't ever see. It's all about going up to the mountains to have sex. Is that what's happening in this? Yeah, but even that doesn't get to happen. We well, we get at the truck at least to make it happen at the end. <laughs> he gets yeah. his mo his modest pickup truck. <laughs> I love his dreams. How he's like, one day maybe I'll have a pickup truck. <laughs> Keep dreaming, Marty. Maybe. <laughs> well, it depends. If mom and dad could change their lives around, make better choices, anything can happen Yeah, this family. Anything. I thought the old age makeup was pretty good, too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not too heavy. Mm -mm. I was sitting there for a minute doing the math, and I was like, I don't know, Leah Thompson, 48, I don't know if she'd look quite as bad as she does. Well, I think they wanted to show her how she, you know, 
she had a rough go of it because right yeah because after she plays tennis at the end she looks a lot better yeah even he points it out boy mom you're you're thin you're looking good she's not drinking all day anymore she's not drinking sipping vodka miserably making a cake with a bird coming out of jail (laughs) on it i don't know if she made that or if it's a carvel that's a carvel (laughs) it'll be in the shape of a whale Or uh, the one with the ice cream cone nose. What was the one with the ice cream cone nose? Uh, I don't know. Was he a clown? No, he was the like a mascot for um, a Carvel. Dude, I don't. I don't know what you're talking no? about. No, I used to get those cakes for my birthday. It was oh. the cook cook cookie lure. Cook the cookie <laughs> Did you take some sort of cookie mascot and then mash him with the Hamburglar? And you're like, yeah, this guy who's always stealing cookie cakes. He was like the Noid, but with uh, ice cream. Oh, we were just talking about the Noid. Avoid the Noid. So uh, by the discussion of the Noid, I think everyone knows that we're talking about <laughs> 1985's Back to the Future. Yeah. And this is our fifth anniversary episode. You guys voted. Yep. Uh, and this is in response to me going on a couple other podcasts. And every host to a T was like, why don't you talk about movies people have seen before? <laughs> and I thought, it's not our bag. You know what? Five years, it's about time. I think uh, it's about we'll do it. time. We'll do we it do for this. the people. We'll do it. Yeah. Maybe you're uh, some sort of psycho who just gets onto iTunes and types in Back to the Future and listens to every podcast that talked about it. Oh, right. So if this is your first time, we have five years of backlog, 130 episodes to go through. Wow. 130. We have spoken about 130 80s movies. Yep. And none of them very popular. No, some of them. No. <laughs> well, I think if we go through uh, Leah Thompson and Michael J. Fox's uh, movies that we've talked about, they're pretty popular. Okay. So I don't think these two are going to be in movies like uh, Forbidden World. Mm-mm. Cat people. That's all I can think of Cat right now. People. We've talked about 130 movies. I can think of two of them. <laughs> so go I got back nothing. through. There's I got nothing, so you're there. more than me. Yes. Okay, good. You're like, the moment we watch it, out of my head. Out I gotta make mind. room for the next movie. That's right. There's lots of incoming information, and I gotta process it all, so mm-hmm. clear the way. Yeah. You were like, Doc Brown, get in there, and... <laughs> <laughs> And little darlings, such a great get character. Out. You guys are gone. so well. Pl- oh, little darlings is holding steady and strong. No. Not really, but it comes back around, and it's always a joy when it does. You know, anyway. every time I see Matt Dillon, I think of it. Oh, <laughs> like, didn't I? you drink a lot of beers and like pass out at a tree because <laughs> you were trying to get laid, and they were about thirteen? I don't know. Oh, little darlings! And that one girl was just dressed as a mouse for some reason. <laughs> She was the mascot, wasn't she? They were like, was there a play going on? What is happening right now? (laughs) They were just talking, and she had, like, whiskers and stuff. Anyway, Little Darlings, our very first episode. Go back, check it out if you haven't. But this, this is huge. I remember seeing this in the theater. I remember walking out thinking, well, I'm sure there's going to be a second one. Yeah, you knew it, right? How do you end a movie like this and not make a second one? Sure, sure. You were feeling. You were like, I'm back into the future, too. I'm back in, into I'm the there. future. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. And for a long time, think it was pretty good. 
And it's this is a series that has diminishing returns because the third one, mm. oof, that is hot garbage as far as I'm concerned. Well, I got it to be honest with you. I didn't even know they made it to a third one. They go to the old west, and it's terrible. Oh yeah, don't, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't I don't think it. I did it. I don't even think I did mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I started to watch the second one, and all the future stuff is pretty terrible <laughs> about no. the second one. Yeah. But anyway, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about but the no, first one. But no, we're not talking about those. We're on number one, which mm-hmm. is classic shiny. It is like, it's like your chocolate chip cookie, your apple pie. It's just like, just what you need, right? Mm-hmm. Just that yeah. little bit. I was a little hesitant at first because our last couple of movies were so <laughs> unique. <laughs> Okay. And we had such a fun time retelling. I thought, well, this is going to be kind of like almost too bland in a way, like like right. like bread without butter or something. But mm-hmm. then I watched it, and like I said, it was like pie a la mode. It the was most like... exotic thing you can put on bread, <laughs> butter. Anyway. No, I, I sort of had the same thought because it is... And I'm not saying this isn't this is the reason we don't talk about popular movies, but I'm like, do I do I want to talk about the Goonies? Like, I love the Goonies. It's so yeah. much fun. Do I want to talk about Gremlins? It's a great movie. What are we gonna say? Oh, that's great. Look at Doc Brown. He's fantastic. Look at Michael <laughs> J. Fox. He's really great. He's so good. But it was really fun rewatching it because I yeah. saw a lot of stuff I did not. I don't know the last time I've seen this movie. It's been a long time. Same here, yeah. So, of course, I enjoyed it, but there were a lot of things I looked at, and I was like, wait, what's hap- What's going on right now? Wait, yeah. what's How's this that? character doing? <laughs> like, there were a lot of things I'm not going to pick up as a kid, so I'm really glad I watched it for this. No, I'm glad, too. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Not to give too much away, but I did. Right, yeah. Spoiler, mm-hmm. we like Back to the Future. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to give it a bad it's, review. It's a <laughs> hot take. I get it. I think I think we both have. I agree that there's things that I saw that now I question a little more. I mean, it's a movie, so I get that. But there's okay. some things, you know, that just uh, rise an eyebrow here and there that we'll point out as we go along our journey. Oh, yeah. There are. This is not a perfect movie. I'm going to say that. there. It's not as though this is without its flaws. But it's an enjoyable, entertaining so, movie. So much of yeah. both, yes. And I was enjoyable. glad to see that it is still good. I probably haven't seen this in nearly 20 years. I may have caught it. But I feel like I've caught it on TV and always have seen the end part, like the dance. the the Right. That's the part that I always kind of caught when it was on TV, mm-hmm. I guess. But watching the thing, watching it full, enjoyable, enjoyable. I mean, you can't not really. I mean, Michael J. Fox is so good, and like you said, all of the actors, everybody does such a great job that there's no time that you're thinking, "I wish Every, this one would." Yeah, everyone in this pick and, up and, a little. You know, like Christopher Lloyd is doing a. Everybody's doing a great job. Crispin mm-hmm. Glover in this movie oh. is so like wonderfully charming. Yes. And it's just like, oh, yeah, this is before I knew that Kristen, Crispin Glover was like a crazy, crazy maniac. Yeah. And yeah. that's what he plays from now on. Like, I don't think this is the most normal character I think I've ever mm-hmm. seen him play. Mm-hmm. And this is not a normal character. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. guy is still like a total spaz, but he plays it in a realistic way, which is so lovable. Yeah. 
I would say I would say lovable. I yeah. all right. Let's okay. Let's get into it. We will talk about yeah. all of this. That's what we do on this podcast. We ruin movies. So if for some reason you just woke up from some sort of cryogenic chamber and they put you in it in 1984, so yeah. you have not seen this movie. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Maybe go check it out. It's on Netflix. Go all check it out. Three of them are on Netflix. Don't mm-hmm. watch the other two. Just, just we're we're not recommending. Turn those, off Netflix yeah. after this and be like, yeah, yeah. You know what? That was really great. Yeah, just end it here. Yeah. Yeah, and then come and listen. But Back to the Future, 1985, directed by mm-hmm. Robert Zemeckis. Mm-hmm. We have all right. So here's what we do. So we open. With we open in Doc's house. But with, yeah. But this is not, okay, here, right off the bat, I have questions, because we pan through his house, and he's, like any insane doctor, is obsessed with clocks, but that makes no sense. Other than this being a time travel movie, I don't know why he has wall-to-wall clocks in this house. He's obsessed. He's a man that lives obsessed with time. And being Uh, obsessed with time means that you have to have a a collection of clocks that's um, extravagant. Also, we do hear later when he's like, oh, yes, I, oh, man, I thought, you know what? I thought I was going to do a good doc. I can't right I, now. I feel I'll like you can. I'll I feel like you can. It. Okay, okay. You but warm it up. But when he's talking about how he was hanging a clock in his bathroom. Oh, yeah, but yeah. And he falls down. I was like, is this suicide? Like, was that like, nobody hangs a clock in their bathroom, right? Like nobody, he's not putting a clock in his bathroom, is he? Again, maybe he wants to time, again, everything has to be timed. With Marty, I'm even... timing my shits, Marty. Maybe, maybe. That was oh, a little Bernie Sanders. No, oh, no, no, my dog is just Bernie Sanders, that's it. Okay. We gotta tax the rich, Marty. Marty. Anyway, so, yeah, so he has clocks all over his house for yes. some reason. Mm-hmm. We also see that he has framed the newspaper article where his house burned down. Yes. Like this giant mansion that we see later. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he framing How this? did he get that? And how did he get that giant mansion? And I did it burn down from one of his experiments? Is that I, what we're meant to think? Maybe it burned down because right. he has a box of oily rags that are just sitting They're there when sitting that there. model car hits <laughs> and they burst into flames. <laughs> Like, I don't know. And who frames that picture? Who's like, in this newspaper article where my childhood house burned down, I got to clip this thing out. I got to put it behind glass and I got to put it on the wall. But we scan his entire house. We get Mm -hmm. this sort of toast is being made automatically. It's like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but shittier. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that dog food. That sloppy, sloppy. Gross. room temperature almost like warmer than room temperature dog oh it just keeps plopping onto that dish such a pile yeah you're not into it so this is how we go through our credits is watching this Mm -hmm. but marty michael j fox shows up because he's just going to this doctor's house before school very early just it's the first stop on his way to school tiny marty and a (laughs) tiny tiny yellow guitar (laughs) You know that's what they call him in high school, right? Tiny Marty. (laughs) (laughs) The tiny guitar. I love that probably on set they were like, all right, let's get a guitar in here. Oh, my God, you look so small. (laughs) You look so small. Can we get something like a ukulele, like an electric ukulele? Can we give that to you? 
It makes your hands look bigger. Right, because then he's going to get blown away from the power of the tiny guitar. You see how that's going to happen? Yeah, Too I, big a guitar. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> saying Doc is obsessed with time. I think he's obsessed with giant speakers. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, Why right. would he make this other than to entertain this child that visits him? And he's a lure him in, lure him in. And you had lure mentioned him this in. to me. Where did this friendship stem from? <laughs> Curious. Curious. Because he doesn't know their parents. Because even in the past, when he goes back to the past, the parents don't know who Doc is. No. Um, and in the future, they don't seem to know that he spends any time with this Doc character. Right. It's not like they so, mentioned, like, oh, were you hanging out with that crazy doctor again or yeah. anything? It's just, it's, it's the a principal weird knows, relationship. Hmm? Right? The principal knows about it. Doesn't he say, are you still hanging out with... with Dr. Brown or whatever. Yeah, the principal knows a lot about this kid's life and and I don't I don't like that either. No, and this is just like the principal in Teen Wolf too. There's a lot of parallels between these Michael J. Fox movies. Like Michael the J. Fox had a formula. He liked yeah. to keep to it. Like the principal in Teen Wolf hated his dad. This principal hates his dad. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's really crazy. But like you said, I don't know how you meet a crazy doctor. Like, I don't know how you meet a mad scientist unless they live next door. But like you said, his parents don't acknowledge that this guy even exists. No, no. And there's no interest. I mean, Marty is like happy to like help him, but it's not like Marty has a vested interest in Mm -hmm. time travel, or at least not that he says, um, do you think all of this is happening in marty's mind like everything do you think that he is coming from a good house the house we see at the end and he's like the black sheep like the failure of this so he's invented this doctor and his sad home life situation and going back in time and being a hero because the thing that i noticed about this that i really never thought about before is Uh from him going back in time Everyone in his family is greatly improved except for except, him. Yeah, he's you're right. Still just Marty. No, he's Marty with his truck. He's oh, Marty yes, with you're his right. Truck. No, he, <laughs> he has a black pickup truck now. <laughs> you're, well, I never thought of it like that. Maybe Back to the Future is really like Marty's psychosis taking over because it's uh, he can't handle being the black sheep of his family. So he is. Um, he can't handle and, just being a mediocre white kid and, no. you know, and his and brother's accomplishments. His sure. Yeah. He's a businessman. His sister's just a hip cat. We don't really know what she yeah. does, but she's just super cool. <laughs> no idea. His brother, a successful businessman who appears to still live at home with his parents. Yeah. Well, you know, he's got to earn, save a little money. Is <laughs> right, yeah, I guess that's you it. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So anyway, so he he goes there and cranks up this giant speaker and blows himself across the room. To the power of love, mind you. Let's bring it back to Huey Lewis. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we just heard the power of love playing through the credits. Right. So he gets a call from Doc to meet him at Twin Pines Mall at 1.15 a.m. In the a.m. And doesn't even question. Well, does he? He says, in the morning. And yeah. Doc says, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's as much questioning as he's willing to ask or, or, you know, he doesn't really care. Again, this doc might not exist. This might just be an abandoned house You're that right. he's in right now. You're right. There's no dog or anything. How long has that I'm dog been piling up? Days? Weeks? Yeah, exactly. What mm. is? Yeah. Maybe it's a shed somewhere. 
Just Maybe that's shit. Marty's article that he saved of the burning house. Who knows? Maybe Marty torched his house and he's like, yeah. you know what? I got to put my accomplishments on this wall. <laughs> it's like his evidence dungeon. <laughs> dungeon. So, so while he's on the phone with them too, uh, all the clocks, oh, all the alarms go oh. off. And Doc, for some reason, so excited because everything's exactly 25 minutes slow. And he's like, oh, it just worked. Yeah. But, but like, what is that? Did he time travel a little bit? Like, did Doc, or did he just turn all his clocks back? And he's like, Let's I think it's see just that he like, he's happy that he was able to turn. That's a lot of clocks to turn back and make sure they all hit the same 25 minute behind thing. Yeah, so right. that's an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah. Your work, it's baby steps to time travel. Baby steps. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of 25 minutes too, not 30. That, that would be insane. No, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a whole different dimension there. When yeah. you go 30, that's but a whole 15, half hour's difference. 15, that's too Not little. quite enough. Not quite enough. My yeah. favorite part is at the end of this movie when he's like, I'll show up 10 minutes early. That'll yeah. be enough time to save his life. It's well, like, why do you have all the time in the world? You could show up five days early if you wanted to. Yeah, exactly. You could really prep yourself for this yeah. whole adventure. You could prep Doc for this. Ten minutes. All I need ten is ten minutes. minutes to stop the Libyans from killing him. I need fine. ten minutes. That's plenty of time. I'm sure I'll show up on this street. The mall's got to be right down the road. It doesn't yeah. take ten yeah. minutes to drive there. With this junk box car that barely starts up anymore. <laughs> This car. This is not an advertisement for DeLorean. That thing does not start in this movie. It starts two times. That's it. Well, and once after a headbutt. So the clocks let Marty know that he's late for school. So he's got to run off to school before mm -hmm. he can, of course, meet Doc yeah. for this post-midnight rendezvous. This is when we get some good skitching from him where he's constantly <laughs> grabbing onto the backs of cars on yes. his skateboard. Which, again, how many teens did Michael J. Fox send to the hospital in the 80s? Because oh. he's surfing on a van in Teen Wolf. And now yeah. he's grabbing onto the backs of cars many times throughout this movie. And just flinging himself about on that skateboard, making it look easy, making it look like tiny men can do it real, real well. But you're right. How many injuries did that cause? One's got to wonder. One this, must wonder. <laughs> and this is good, too, because it does, like... All the times where he's hanging on to the backs of cars and all the skateboarding mm -hmm. tricks, mm -hmm. they must have had a great stunt double because it really looks yeah. like him. I mean, there's yeah. there's no clear stunt Mikey J in any of this stuff. Yeah, nobody's got poofier hair or a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you can't tell a diff, that's for sure. And who knows? Did we did we look that up? Did Mikey J say, you know what? I can skateboard. I got this. I When he skateboards into the mall... Later, because his mm. car won't start or something happens or the car's totaled. I don't know. I think he's on that skateboard. I think he could do this. I think he can, too. I'm impressed. Yeah. All That's right. All. Me, too. <laughs> Two thumbs up to you, Mikey J. We're into it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's late to school, and his yeah. girlfriend, Jennifer, uh, mm. lets him know. Like, oh, no, we can't be late. The principal's after you. Like, I don't know about you. I don't even know who my high school principal was. Like, I never had an interaction with that oh, guy yeah, no, in my no. life. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This guy knows not just Marty. He knows all the McFlies because he's been the principal for forever, at least working in the school for forever. Yeah. And the McFlies have a bad reputation of being kind of losers, I guess. They don't. He uses the term slacker a lot. Yeah. Which I yeah. was impressed by because I thought slacker was such a 90s term. 
Mm-hmm. But I like that this principle is like, you're a slacker, just like your slacker father. You slacker. <laughs> you goddamn slacker. And I love how he catches them and he's like, oh, and that Battle of the Band shit? Your band sucks, dude. <laughs> like, this principle is so invested in Battle of the Bands or who's going to play a dance that he hates his kids so much. He's just got to let him know. He's just got to let him know. Yeah. No shot. No chance for you, buddy. Mm-mm. And the other thing that this movie is missing which I would have liked to have seen. And I, there have to be um, deleted scenes or something. There's no yeah. class time. There's no class time in the oh, present. Oh yeah. It, like, I don't know. I wanted to walk in late to a history class or like something. Like a biology session. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh-huh. in the past, it is stupid get up and, and he answers a question wrong, but it's something that in the fifties we thought was right. But now we know. Oh, isn't. Like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm surprised that, Everything in these schools just like is dance or music related, or it's just sure. the principal in a hallway. Or the cafeteria. We do have a little cafeteria scene. Yes, we do. But I guess, like you said, it's almost a two hour long movie. How are you squeezing class time in there? And really, what for? Other than a little baby fun, yeah, reference in, in the classroom. Yeah, other than to be like, your parents, yeah, they went to school too, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Try and think about that. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> So, so he goes to his band audition again. Yeah. With the pinheads. The pinheads. <laughs> I don't know. And this band, I love how this band just seems to be like, he doesn't hang out with these guys. We don't know no. who they are. No. Cause he's got no friends other than Doc and his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. Jennifer Wells could be doing a lot better for herself. What, Not Jennifer yeah. Wells. Her name is Claudia Wells. Uh-huh. Character's name. Maybe just Jennifer. I'm not sure. <laughs> Listen, Michael J. Fox is a cute kid. I get it. But he's super tiny. I don't know. Just, I don't want to <laughs> hold that against him. Makes, he doesn't have his truck yet. He's just running around and <laughs> with his with his skateboard. And Give I want to see Michael J. Himself. Fox climbing this giant truck. He looked like a baby in there. It'd be so <laughs> cute. <laughs> so they're playing the power of love. Huey Lewis is, of course, one of the teachers? Question mark? Yeah. Watching yeah, them? Maybe, yeah. But it's just Michael J. Fox riffing. And yeah, Michael J. Fox gets a little crazy with his guitar skills more mm-hmm. than once. Yeah. As he does later in this movie. I love mm-hmm. Oh, my God. One of my favorite things in this movie is when Michael J. Fox plays Johnny B. Good. And then at the end, he goes, you know what? Your kids will love it. And I'm like, your yeah. kids? Hold on a second. <laughs> I had to look it up. That song came out. In 1958. Like, their kids oh. aren't into that music. They should be into that music. No, it's the riff he does at the end. It's the crazy electric riff that I think he's okay. referring That's to. That's what he's talking but, about. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, remember, it's Charles Berry's brother calls right. him and yeah. says. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Kids in the 80s aren't into Chuck Berry. What are you talking yeah. about, yeah. Michael? Yeah. And I call him Michael, you know. We're... Yeah, because he prefers that with mm-hmm. you. Because yeah. you're, and he probably calls you Paul. But I mean, we're equals. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, they don't make the cut. They're too darn loud, too the band. Loud. And Michael oh. and his riff. So it's not going to make it for the dance. Not that, like you said, we don't ever get to see the dance. Michael or Marty is just kind of very typical. That's like I said, I don't understand where him and, and Doc's, like, friendship grew from Mm -hmm. because he's just like a typical teenager he wants to you know smooch on his girlfriend and you know make out and all that good stuff um and while they're smooching and making out 
there's a clock tower, um, a save the clock tower uh, thing yeah. going on, revival going on. Yes, um, <laughs> a revival, maybe. <laughs> he gives her 25 cents yeah. to save She's the clock tower. It, I, and, but, and it gives her a great, the, the flyer. The flyer is what's important. There. Oh, the flyer is so important because mm-hmm. on the flyer, Jennifer writes her grandmother's phone number. Okay. Uh, and then also writes... I love you. I love how later in the movie he's like, Doc, this girl loves me. Look at what she wrote here. Look what she wrote here. Yeah. <laughs> the three words she wrote him. <laughs> he's like, but I know. I'm a tiny, tiny guy. But listen, a girl <laughs> loves me. And I'm not just making this up. This isn't a girlfriend that lives in a different country or so. She's not from Canada. She, I have uh-huh. it's this isn't a girl's handwriting, Doc. You got she wrote it down. Mm-hmm. It's the only chance I have to get laid. <laughs> we're going to the mountains. We're on our we were on our way, despite my mom's rules. And I know why Lorraine was so strict with the bum as she got older. Because Lorraine was quite the hussy. Any boy in her bed she wanted to have, I guess. Yeah. I yeah, there's oh, when we get there. I love mm. it. I love how later he's like, Mom, you smoke? I'm like, you know she smoked. She was smoking at the breakfast table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I guess it's just the shock of you smoked when you were like 18 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it is the 50s. I think everybody smoked when they were 18. I think so too. Yeah, I don't think they thought anything of it. The ashtrays Mm -hmm. everywhere and all that. This woman gives us a little bit of backstory. I like this crazy random lady who wants to save the clock tower. She's like, 30 years ago, lightning struck this clock tower. Here's a flyer. Might have information you need later. Also, you can write on the back of it if you want. Bye-bye. That's all for me. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for the quarter. So now this is where it gets depressing, because now mm. Marty goes home. Back to Lion Estates. First thing we see is the tow truck pulling in his busted car. Now yep. that's a bummer, because how are we getting to the lake? How are we getting to the little mountain house for makeout time? Because mm, we got a busted car. And then, how obnoxious is Biff? This is horrible. Like, this is so unrealistically horrible. And why are these two working together? Like, why, are they, why would you work with the bully from your high school? Yeah, because your son wasn't there to reverse things these, yet. Yes, but... People in their late 40s, and he's working for him? Like, I'm even a little confused about this, too, because Biff does reference their boss. So... Mm-hmm. Apparently, because later we see that he's doing his homework for him. So it's like the same thing, because he's like, if you do this in your own handwriting, the boss will know it wasn't me. And he's knocking on his head. And he does. I love it when Biff calls Marty a butthead, because I just imagine like one of my parents' friends just casually calling me a butthead. (laughs) And I could not even imagine that. (laughs) What's up, butthead? But, well, so Biff not only picks on his dad, works with his dad, George, for some unknown reason, Mm -hmm. but he's trashed their car. Like, we, oh, and he even says, he goes, well, yeah, now you have to pay for my shirt because I spilled beer on him. (laughs) I love that. I love that little line. (laughs) Like you said, George is just kind of very submissive to him, and and it's really kind of a sad, sad little display. And then, yeah, it is sad. And, and, this is a wonderful scene because it establishes his family, kind of. His brother and sister, very yeah. kind of. His brother yeah. works at Burger King. This kid's totes yep. dressed up to go to Burger King. He's ready for a shift. They're watching The Honeymooners? 
Like they're watching yeah. the honeymooners reruns while they eat, which is kind of fun. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's kind of yeah. fun. We see his sister. His sister looks like a Fred Armisen Saturday Night Live character. <laughs> Did you take a look at this girl? It's crazy looking. It does look like Fred Armisen just put on glasses and a wig. <laughs> she was in a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. That actress, right? Because she was like an 80s. But yeah, she uh, she does look like a Fred Armisen. Yes. Character, it, you say it. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. <laughs> and and there there's a lot talked about this at this little discussion. And this is probably. Yeah, put a lot out there. To me, having seen this movie after, like I said, roughly 20 years. This is mm-hmm. what I really like. Because. I as a kid, I don't remember seeing the cake with the bird, like and oh, talking yeah. about like, yeah. oh, your uncle is getting out of jail, and or he was going to get out no, of jail. No, he didn't. He didn't make parole. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just eat this shitty cake. And uh-huh. the fact that um, his sister's like, well, you know, maybe I'll ask a guy out, and her, his mom comes in and is like, you can't ask boys out. They'll just think you're desperate. So <laughs> it's all these dumb little things that I missed. Where later. His mom does ask Marty to the dance. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is so great. Like, this is stuff that I didn't pick up on. And, of course, I remember as a kid him looking at that baby saying, like, get used to the bars. But I totally forgot. What didn't relate it to the prison. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. That was, it was a – and just thinking about the difference in – my big memory of this movie was like the the Back to the Future thing, and not not this sort of dynamic, not the family dynamic. What you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised watching this again how long it takes him to get back to the past. Like I, for some reason, I thought that was within the first ten minutes, and I'm right. sitting there, and it's like twenty some minutes in. And I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm kind of into this. Oh, he's just going to the mall now. Okay, yeah. all right, this is yeah. really nice. Yeah. He's not even in the time machine yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, we get Libyans to chase us? I forgot about that. I don't know how I did, but I did. Because uh, once they came, I was like, terrorists oh, yeah. were non-threatening, and it was just four guys yeah. in a VW bug, and that's all the damage they could ever do. Mm. <laughs> what times? Uh, so this is, oh, this is also, I thought this was great. Um, first of all, his dad is laughing like a lunatic to the honeymooners. At the <laughs> TV, yeah, Jesus. yeah. He's awkward. He's socially very, very awkward, which he was when in his youth, but... But, yeah, as an adult, he just can't. It's hard for him to connect to... It's like he got stuck in that high school mode, almost. Because he yes. takes the abuse from Biff and just is goofy all the time. Yes. Um, yeah, and, he doesn't seem to have changed as a character. And Leah Thompson, Lorraine, just seems to have given up on life. Is that She's more fair? apathetic, Yeah. Because uh, yeah. it's it's really fun how she talks about, like, we met at the undersea dance. All this exposition, which doesn't sound like it. Like, it sounds real. Like, it sounds like this story. And I love how she sits down with her, I don't know, ninth glass of vodka. And she oh, yeah, sits down. She's straight like. Straight up vodka, too. And that's when I knew. I'd spend the rest of my life with your father. And she looks so sad. Well, because then they look over at him and he's just laughing like a dummy at the TV. And they're like, they're all like, even Marty's like, oh. Yeah. 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 And again, at this point in the movie, Marty, the most successful and promising member of this family. You are correct. All of them will 100% change by the end. 
you're right. Yeah, but I, I really did like this. I, I, I do think that this is just Crispin Glover and Leah Thompson doing some great work. And as we really said, really nice. I agree. As we said before, Tom Wilson as Biff. I mean, ah, uh, they're they're fantastic in this. Yeah, movie. it's just a win-win all the way around, right? Marty's ready. He gets his call from Doc. He, Marty's never on time to meet Doc. As much as Doc is obsessed with time, Marty is not. But it's good. They're the yin and the yang. Because later, Marty teaches them that sometimes you just got to, you know, throw caution to the wind. Read the note in your pocket so you know what's happened in your future. Take it into <laughs> Or maybe watch hand. that VHS tape, which you still have and somehow rigged up to play on your TV. He <laughs> knows what happened. He doesn't need the note. Why right, do you think that's he was what obsessively I was like, watching? Yeah. I'm watching a tape of himself dying. Like, right. you don't need to write him a note, You dude. think you needed the note to really put that in there? But whatever. <laughs> and I also like how Doc taped it up. How Doc was like, well, I know what I saw in that tape, but maybe I, I need another form of confirmation that what I saw is actually real. <laughs> so he goes, he meets him at Twin Pines Mall, of course, yes, yes, because yes. there are two pine trees in this timeline. Uh, mm-hmm. Later, later in the movie, it's called Lone Pines Mall because he ran over, the, he hit the pine tree in his nice in his DeLorean. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so uh, he shows up. Um, did you notice the doc is in a van that says, like, 24-hour science service? Like, it's <laughs> like he has a business. And he's been, I assume he's been in the mall all day doing what I don't know. But that's why when the cops ask him for permits and whatnot, he's trying to judge him up. He's a businessman. That's what he is. Uh, I did. Yeah. I did read that there is a deleted scene where the cop asks him for permits, and you see him like going into his wallet, being like, "It's around here somewhere." There's totally a deleted scene where he pays off this cop to leave. Oh, awesome! <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's he like pays a him 20, in plutonium. I hope. Yeah, Doc Brown <laughs> Enterprises is what the van says, and it's like 24-hour science service. I I just love how people are like, "Okay, she needs science. I need science right now." I know it's yeah. 3 a.m., but I need some science. Like now in America, I'm just saying, but whatever. Yeah, I think we need Sorry. Some, <laughs> We need more Doc Browns in this timeline. So Marty, um, Doc is finally there, and he wants, Mar- she, he wants Marty to record what's mm-hmm. happening. So they have a VHS recorder, and um, poor Einstein. Wow, what a sweet pup, right? Einstein gets tossed into the experiment first, and sweet little pup. Um, it seems as though Doc Brown is totally willing to kill his dog for science. Well, the dog, you know. I, I Listen, I know that he is very confident in what he's doing, mm-hmm. but there's a chance. There's a chance. You don't know, but better to risk it with the dog. I don't know how I many mean. dogs he's gone through. We see that he has a really know. small dog in the 1950s. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what experiments have they been a part Marty, of? Marty, I'm Florida. Bernie Sanders, and I'm killing <laughs> dogs right and left. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And too bad he won't be president. I could do that for four years. I it know. Would make sense. It would be so fun. <laughs> 20 years from now, people will find this and be like, what's he doing? Doc? That does not sound like Doc Brown. And I don't know who Bernie Sanders is. <laughs> oh, um, all right. The titular uh, miles per hour is, well, it's not really. The titular miles per hour. <laughs> If this movie was just called 88. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that's awesome. 
Did you enjoy that when uh, Doc Brown says the titular line, he like points at us as the viewers yeah. when he says it? It's like cute. And I said, yes! <laughs> I got so stoked. He's got a lot of great lines. His performance, too, is just, he's got these moments that are just so fun. and, and So much fun. Only, only he could have played the, that role yeah. as well as he played it. Which... I like, as I said earlier, when the model car hits the box of oily rags that he has just sitting in his house, that, like, mm-hmm. gasp that he makes, like, when he turns, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> Super great. But he decides, he, he has this DeLorean, which is a time machine. He tells mm-hmm. Marty all this stuff. And Marty's like, oh, yeah, time machine. Marty is not as skeptical as any normal human being should be if yeah. someone says yeah. they have a time machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you I know, guess... if you're at a party and somebody comes downstairs and like, I have a time <laughs> machine, it's in my closet. <laughs> you have to put him in this leather mask. <laughs> Don't you want to go back in time and shove Jesus? As tempted as you may be, don't go into that person's closet with them. No, no. <laughs> Such a good episode. So Doc puts uh, Einstein mm. in this DeLorean and mm-hmm. sets these little, punches these buttons, and he sends him one minute into the future. Yeah, he's just doing a little experiment here. He's just seeing, yeah, if, if the, and sets, gives a little clock to, mm-hmm. uh, right? Gives a little stopwatch or clock. Mm-hmm to um, Einstein and it's just to see if this little time travel thing even within minutes can right. can happen and it yeah. does I, like for a minute Marty's like oh my god you disintegrated your dog like this is mm-hmm. terrible I, I like um, Doc's line where he's like when this baby hits 88 miles per hour you're gonna see some serious shit I thought that some was serious really shit yeah <laughs> some serious shit we forgot to mention uh, so earlier in the very beginning there was part of the clock montage that happens um we see the news and we see that plutonium has been stolen right and the time machine we find out when marty's like how did you even make a time machine what does it run off of it runs off of this plutonium i love how doc's like yeah you want to hear a great story these terrorists like they totally fell for this thing they wanted, they gave me plutonium to build them a bomb, those dipshits. And yeah. I used it to make a time machine. And Marty's <laughs> like, whoa, uh, maybe this is a concern. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to send my dog back in time. Hold on. This is great. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Don't focus. Marty, focus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All Ooh. right. So he sends him. He, Einstein pops back in this car. Yep. Mm-hmm. He went a minute into the future. Uh, the watch that Einstein has, time hasn't passed on that thing. It's oh, passed yeah. for them. We yeah. totally kind of get it. And Doc's plan at this point, which I don't quite understand why it changes later, he wants to travel, I don't even know why I wrote this down, 25 years into the future. Not sure why at the end of this movie he's like, eh, let's do 30. <laughs> like, I just, well, it's a round I just number. It's a round number, he says. He says, well, you know what? Why not? I guess. He's like, listen, clean living. I'll be around in 30 years. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I just want to see. I survived a house burning down. I survived falling and hitting my head while I was hanging a clock in my bathroom. And this is where he tells him this story. He's like, yes. Yeah. He's like, November 5th, 1955. I was hanging a Mm -hmm. clock in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And he he was doing this image. When he came to, he had the image of the flux capacitor. I'm saying it right. right? You are. You're totally saying that made up bullshit, right? (laughs) 
But that's something that he had a vision for when he hit his head that day, that fateful day in November. And that is what is running the, besides plutonium, is helping the DeLorean do what it does to time travel. Yes. So he explains that that is when he first had the vision. And he talks about that date and sets it in to the, um, puts it into the time machine. Right? Right, so right. Yeah. That date and that event. Um, <laughs> so that's why that's in there. That's why Marty's not going into the future. Right, exactly. Would pose a whole nother maybe series of mishaps, which possibly in, in the second yeah. movie. We yeah. don't know. Right? This is now Doc, like I said, his plans to travel 25 years in the future. Oh, those pesky Libyans show up in a VW oh, bug. In their <laughs> little hippie van, in their sweet hippie van. Yeah. And they're just driving like crazy with their machine guns. They're, they don't even want to know if he has the plutonium or if he no. made the bomb. They just know he's been shady with it. So they're just after him. They're just yeah. after him in machine, with machine guns. And I like how Doc's line is like, they found me. I don't know how they found me. I'm like, you're, you're in the mall. Like, Yeah, and you have this giant science van in the middle of the parking lot. It has your name on it. Yeah. Doc Brown Enterprises. We're how a scientist not you, very Doc? smart. Mm-mm. And so they gun him down. Mm-hmm. They pop out of the top, the nice little sunroof in any VW bug or van, sorry, so no, not yeah. a bug. Uh-huh. And they gun him down and they're going to shoot Marty, but he is yeah. able to. Oh, also, he has uh, a big hazmat suit on, basically. Oh, yeah, Marty does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to get dressed up. Did you notice Einstein's wearing one, too? Oh, I didn't notice yeah. Einstein has one on. That's yeah, they awesome. show him sitting in the Doc Brown Enterprises van, and he just has a big <laughs> helmet on. Marty dives in the DeLorean, of yeah. course, mm-hmm. and decides to lose them in a mall parking lot. Like it's he a mall parking lot chase. Uh-huh. To but, chase through the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he gets, he gets some high speeds going in that parking lot. He gets such high speeds going... At one point, he says, let's see if you bastards can do 90. And I was like, mm-hmm. they're in a VW van. Yeah, I don't know that they could do 55. No, they're having a but, really yeah. hard time. And so stop turning. Get on a highway or something. Like, get out of a yeah. parking lot. You could lose him. Right. You could lose him. Maybe but he's trying to also... protect Einstein. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's you know, good. Good keep thing. their attention. But as you said, or as you were alluding to, he gets mm-hmm. this baby up to 88 miles per hour. That's right. That's right. And he travels back in time there he goes and he lands somebody tells him i think it's doc that tells him earlier about how he remembers uh you know the 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 area before when it was farmland and he literally lands in a barn it was a guy who owned this farmland that the twin Mm -hmm. pines mall is built on Mm -hmm. owned a farm where he grew pine trees yeah and marty knocks over one of the trees when he travels back in time right Good call. The farmer finds him, and I like how he gets out of this. <laughs> he gets out of this car in this big spacesuit, and the kid's yeah. like, "That's not a human being. Look at this comic book that I yeah. just happen to have in my hands right now." I just happen to be reading it in the dark upstairs <laughs> before the alien came. But the DeLorean with its weird doors and everything looks like a spaceship. And he Marty comes out with this hazmat suit on. He yep. looks like an alien. Um, and he's walking around a bit. And I think the kid even says, carefully, he's going to morph into a human. 
Yeah, he takes the helmet off. And it's like he's already morphed into a human. Shoot him! Yeah, yeah. And that's what this yeah. uh, that's what this farmer starts to do or tries to do. Right, right. And Marty gets back in his car and drives away, seemingly or hopefully to him. He decides to drive back to his neighborhood. Yeah, back home. It's not there. No, it's just beginning. It's just there's a billboard for the houses that will be. <clears throat> yep. But there is no community. There is no neighborhood there. He decides to push his time machine behind a giant billboard. He's just going to hide it and cover it with some shrub. And then... (laughs) Did you see the amount of of, uh, construction equipment in the background? I don't know who didn't see that DeLorean. All of those guys working would (laughs) have. But he decides, listen... I'm going to go into town. I'm going to wander around. There's so much in the hair of him just wandering around going, wow, wow, look at that, wow, wow. And after all of this, I like the fact that some dude just puts a uh, newspaper in a garbage can. He opens it up and he he just has to look. That's the confirmation. So Mm then he goes, wow, really? (laughs) (laughs) Everything you've seen has told you this. It's taking it in. It's taking it in, and that's putting the icing right there on the cake. That it's yep. November fifth, nineteen fifty-five. I liked how he goes into this diner, and mm-hmm. there are jokes that would have had audiences rolling in the aisles in nineteen eighty-five. But strangely enough, jokes that don't work anymore because nobody drinks nobody drinks tab anymore oh, or yeah. Pepsi free. Like, yeah, Pepsi free. Pepsi free. He wanted something with no caffeine, and then he gets a cup of or no sugar. No sugar. And he gets he gets a cup of coffee. Yep. Which yeah. a black cup of coffee has no sugar. Give me a tab. Um, I can't give you a tab if you don't order anything. Yeah. <laughs> give me a Pepsi free. It's really great. But this would be traumatic watching your father get bullied as a teenager. Oh yeah, and really, and literally line for line, what Biff says to him at the house in the future. It's he does the same. Look, what's that on your shirt? Whoop! Yep. And why did you not copy? You got to get my homework done. Um, he does. He looks up uh, Doc in the phone book. Um, Tears the page so right gets, out of this guy's phone yeah, book. I can't believe this guy didn't mine. give him shit for this. No, and the guy was kind of eyeing him up. Like, he and saw they, him rip the page out. Yeah. Well, he figures he's got a life vest on. What's he doing? Uh, did you notice? Uh, maybe you didn't. Uh, any of Biff's cronies? Uh, I noticed them. Was I supposed the to notice guy, any one of The guy the with kids? the 3D glasses, uh, he yeah. was one of the young guns. He was uh, oh. Casey, Casey Shemesco, the, oh. the young gun that's not uh, famous <laughs> or not super famous. Oh, well, there you have it. And okay. this was refreshing to see. A young Billy Zane with a full head of hair was one oh, of the, the other the young guns. Billy Zane. Yes, yes. That I did, yes. Mm-hmm. And that made me think, when I was looking at him going, wow, Billy's in with hair. I was thinking, did he wear a piece in Titanic? Was that a piece? (laughs) Was it? I don't know. I really don't don't know. know Anyway, Billy's in with hair. It's great. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, he gets picked on, though, by Biff. It's Mm -hmm. kind of messed up. Oh, I will say, too, the the mayor. So there's a a waiter there that earlier when we said the town really didn't change a whole lot. Even when Marty gets... There's minimal changes, like the, that the movie theater is playing an older movie. That's how you know. The diner has, like, five-cent <laughs> drinks instead of, you know. Um, 
but the in in Marty's time in the eighties, there's a somebody running for mayor. What is his name? Goldie, Goldie. Wilson. Goldie, yes, Goldie mm-hmm. is running for mayor, and Goldie happens to be at this time the waiter at um, at the diner. And I think it's it's Marty that tells Goldie that he could probably be anything he wants to be, including a mayor. Exactly. You're yes. gonna run for mayor, he tells yep. him because he knows. And the there future. is some there is some very light racism in this movie. Mm. Very a light sprinkle. by eighty standards. Yeah. And there wasn't any for some reason in my mind, I thought there was more homophobia in this movie, but there's absolutely none. Like I oh, no. I was really happy to see that. Like I don't know. I, I thought that they used the uh F word to describe gay people but i mean we've seen that in so many movies i guess i just assumed it was coming it was gonna be in this and i like not seeing it it was great it made good little little warming of the heart yeah yep i also like how all of this is happening before school like george mcfly gets up early and goes to a diner to eat cereal like before school even starts yeah yeah it is sad. I do like how George McFly cops an attitude with Marty at this diner. Yeah, yeah. Like he just got beat up, and Marty's staring at him. He's like, what? What do you want? Oh, yeah, like, now what do you on. want? Yeah. He just yeah. saw you get pushed around by a bunch of bullies. Don't get tough now, kid. Now we find out what uh, George is <laughs> off to do. And Why even he has when to get up so early. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Why he rises and shines. <laughs> and even earlier when they're talking about, uh, I guess, Back in the future. Oh, yes. Uh, when they're talking about how they met, when, when Lorraine is talking about how she met George, she even says, what were you doing when my dad hit your car? Watching birds? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. No. Even he Marty even makes say, a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what? What? Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know what. I can't. It was 30 years ago. I don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's a peeping Tom. He climbs trees with knockies and checks out girls as they get changed for their day of school. And this movie, as a kid, was very important to me. I saw it a bunch, and I really loved it. Yeah. I learned the word Peeping Tom. I never knew oh. what that meant. I never knew this what, the, what this it, movie This was the vocabulary class. what okay. a Peeping Tom was. Ah, you're like, hey, yeah. did you think that it had to involve a tree? Um, You know what? If I think about a peeping tom, I think I think of a tree first. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think I do. Yeah, a tree somewhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's related. So he falls out of this tree because he knows the story. Is idiot. Yeah. Marty, first of all, Marty screws everything up and then he's has to fix thinking. it. He's not thinking. Yeah, because he's not thinking. He's working on impulse. Yeah, you just heard your mom. The night before, what, mm-hmm. five hours ago? Talk about how your dad was hit by a car mm-hmm. while he was bird watching, peeping. <laughs> and you push him he pushes him out of the way and he is the one who's then hit by and this now car he is what i think is interesting is lorraine's dad marty's grandfather says i hit another one of those kids <laughs> so this isn't the those... first time that he's hit the kids with his car and they must just fall out of the trees often maybe there's a hot girl that lives over there and they all watch her i don't know Wait, did you say maybe there's a hot girl? We see her. Her name's Leah Thompson. What are you talking oh, yeah, about? Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I assume this is carved into the stalls in the boys' bathroom at school. Like, you want a good peep show? Find this tree, climb up at this time. But now it's Marty. Marty's been hit. Yep. And now he's taken in. He slept for, sleeps for nine hours. And I don't think you should let someone with a possible concussion sleep. I no. thought that was like a rule that you shouldn't yeah, let them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
All right. I think this is to show how modern medical science has advanced yeah. in 30 years. He wakes up and uh, realizes that his mom is super hot and he's not comfortable with this yeah, at all. It's very, it makes, makes for awkward, which it would. Um, and he's in his underwear and he's in his mom's bedroom and she is just happy that there's she's sharing a bedroom oh, with a boy. Like, it doesn't matter. over the moon. This mm-hmm. is so great. I like mm-hmm. how later when she's like, he can stay in my room. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know your parents, but I don't think they'd be okay with that. Yeah, I don't think they're down with that at all. But he is in her bed. I also like the fact that she keeps calling him Calvin because of his Calvin Klein yeah, underwear. Yeah, it's Calvin And Klein he doesn't just underwear. roll with it. He has to correct her that his name's Marty. Yeah. Like, dude, just... It doesn't matter. Just go. Which then made me think, like, when he was born, was her mom like, remember that weird kid? Yeah. Well, they do make a comment. Yeah. They do make a comment when he leaves the dance and he says, you know, if your kid is going to, eight years old, is going to burn a hole in the road. They're like, Marty, that's a nice name. But yeah, is that how they thought of it, too? Remember that strange kid? That strange kid that I kissed, and he was like your friend, and he was just there for. He went to school with us for like a day. Yeah, yeah. Like, remember that kid? Maybe I like that name, Marty. Like, that's so weird. It sticks. It sticks. Oh my god, that's awesome. We are introduced to her family, which is his family, of course. Yeah. So he gets to see his grandparents as younger Mm -hmm. people. Uh, the dad's super excited because they finally got a TV. It's they their first their set. They got their first TV, yeah. It's getting it all ready. The honeymooners are on. Uh, mm-hmm. Wayne from the Wonder Years is oh, yeah. He's uh, one of his uncles. He's one of his uncles. It's pretty fun I, to see. I just love how people in Hollywood were like, this kid, he's great at pretending he's in the 50s. Yeah. I think we need to Put get him on the, the table. Show. Yeah. I think the sister from Adventures in Babysitting is also one of the kids at the table. No, the you girl. are totally right. The Thor girl? Yes. Yeah, yes. you're totally right. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. All right. I love it. And this is, we've seen, we've seen Wayne, uh, we talked about it before, but he's the bratty kid on the soundstage in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. That he takes the yeah. bike from. Uh-huh. So we've seen Wayne a couple times. <clears throat> so this is. This is all fun conversation and discussion about, like, where are your parents? Oh, or do you know, uh, do I know your parents? And he's oh, like, yeah. yeah, I think you might know yeah, my mom. Yeah, you might, yeah. And, uh, you know, they talk about uh, where's Doc? And, and he's like, oh, John F. Kennedy Boulevard. And he's like, <laughs> like how the guy's like, who the hell is John F. Kennedy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, his dad, yeah. But there, there's a lot of fun things here because Wayne even says, like, we just got a television set. Do you have any? And Marty goes, yeah, we got two. Oh, <laughs> and yeah, and the, the mom's dad's like, like, he doesn't have two. He's just joking with yeah, the kid. Nobody like, has two. two TVs. Yeah. It's a rerun. What are reruns? It's yeah. just, it's a fun dynamic and also just how into him Leah Thompson is, oh, is she's so incredibly yeah. fun. Yeah. But again, I think it would be any boy, clearly, because in, mm-hmm. in, in the story, she mm. falls. that's why she falls in love with George. So any boy that fell out of the tree, any boy that was going to be in her house, she was going to be googly So <clears throat> you're saying the universe had a plan. And the plan was whoever got hit by her father's car, yeah. she would fall for. That would be the one. That's it. Well, I think that was her plan. All right. Because that was the thing that I was wondering is I'm like, oh, this like, you know, 
handsome stranger. Like, I totally get it. But if her dad hit George McFly, wouldn't she be like, that's that fucking dork from school? Yeah, like, exactly. That's I'm George. not into this she dude. She even says, he's cute, but, you know, he's George. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he won her over because her parents let him stay over and that's sleep in her room. That's just it. Get him into the room and she'll <laughs> fall for you. That's the key. Mm-hmm. It's, they had sex several times that night, but they didn't kiss until the dance. <laughs> All right. I also like, I wrote this down about this. Um, her father, I looked this people, these people up, her father and, and her mother in this oh, yeah. scene. And they, yeah. they were actors in a bunch of stuff. Nothing I, I really noticed. Mm-hmm. I love how her father's eyes do not leave this TV throughout any any lines he gives any discussion he is locked into this new tv and he's having the time of his life <laughs> even after he leaves and he's like lorraine if you ever have a kid like that i'll disown you and he's just staring <laughs> he stares at, the at the tv the whole time he's in awe the man has got his first tv in his home that is the mm-hmm. main focus so now he we, goes to visit doc he finds doc with this weird contraption on his head it's like a um, chandelier with light bulbs all over it <laughs> He says he's able to read minds. Doc tries to read Marty's mind. You're a salesman. You're selling me books. You're doing this. You're doing that. He's wrong, wrong, wrong. Um, And he's trying to convince Doc, which Doc's a harder sell than I thought, that he is from the future and that he is here um, because Doc made this machine. And Doc is, you're crazy. This just proves one thing, that my head machine thing here isn't working. And kind of dismisses him and says, you know, get out of my house. I've got some scientific work to do. And mm-hmm. then he mentions the flux capacitor and that he fell off the toilet. And literally, that's that turns it around. I like how serious Marty gets. And yeah, he pulls that yeah. suction cup off of his head. Just like, Doc, you gotta listen to me. But it is, it is crazy how skeptical this mad scientist doctor is that this kid could have been, come back from the future. Because I guess he's just so invested in this mind-reading machine. That That's he's where he's in now. That's what he's in now. Because he literally yeah. did just think of the flux capacitor and what it could do. So um, luckily, the, he has the videotape with him, um, right? He has the whole video camera because yeah. they go back to the car. That's right. And he like takes a bunch of stuff out of the car that he might need. And then they go back, mm-hmm. and he shows him this video. Mm-hmm. And I like how Doc's all excited. He's like, look at me. I'm barely aged. Yeah. He's good. like, I lo- not only that, future. he's like, great, Scott, I did this. I can't believe it. I, I, This is something that I I was able to do. But he does note that 1.21 gigawatts, 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 which isn't. It's a like, lot of gigawatts. Yeah, that's so many gigawatts. I don't even know. Only I mean, lightning. You would think one point two one doesn't sound like a lot of gigawatts, but it's, you know what? It's just it's what a you jiga need. though, a jiga, which is more. It's than a even. jiga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're getting jigga with it. That's <laughs> a great joke that I just made. Oh, that was good. I just laugh. I laugh. I do like how Marty tells him that he fell off the toilet when he was trying to hang a clock, and I just imagine Doc's mind is like. Yeah, I was hanging a clock in the toilet. That sounds much better than I was trying to commit suicide. (laughs) And it didn't work out. This is also where uh, Doc goes into a separate room Mm -hmm. uh, to talk to a portrait of who? Like Einstein or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Where he's like, oh, one, uh, I've lost it. 121 gigawatts and everything like that. And uh, this is when Marty comes in. He's like, I have a girl 
back yeah. in the 80s. She's she loves girl. me so much. She wrote it on this flyer. Because Doc does say some funny stuff where he's like, listen, we can't get plutonium. I'm sure in 1985 yeah. it's on the shelves of every drugstore out there. But this is the 50s. We don't have it. Right. We would need a lot of power to get that many gigawatts. It's a lot of gigawatts to just harness. How would it's we... a ton. Only lightning could provide that kind of gigawatt. Only lightning. And it just so happens this girl's number is on the back of the clock tower sign. So we know lightning will strike that clock tower. And that's odd that they wrote down on the Save the Clock Tower um, flyer that the lightning hit at exactly 1208 or 10, whatever time well, it hit. Well, it's not... Like, Listen, and I don't mean to take or, or correct you or anything like no, that. No, please the do. the clock's stuck on that time. Ah, uh, you're right, broke. you're right. So, so that's why like, it's a... I'd assume if you're in this town, you've looked at that clock going like, I wonder why it's 10.04, 11.04, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they know. And I, I love how he's like, oh my God, this is so great. We know exactly when and where lightning will strike, which I always found like, that's a hilarious, like crazy detail. Yeah. But the one way to get him home, it's like, we know exactly when lightning will strike. When they're not, just the, just the gigawatt of lightning, the 1.21 gigawatt that is. Um, yeah. I also like how Doc somehow knows that his siblings may possibly be being erased at this very moment. Because even he's like, give me that picture. Look at your brother. He's fading. Look at your brother. He doesn't have any hair. Oh nope. He has hair, he doesn't have a head. And that was even worse. Yeah. It's not a good Bernie Sanders anymore. No. Well, it, it was okay. It was okay. That's okay. You know what? Bernie Sanders would have been a good doc. That guy looks insane, of course. <laughs> he would have been crazy. <laughs> I say we get started. You know, his you know, he's not gonna be president. Yeah. I don't know how long he wants to keep hanging out there in Vermont. Yeah. If they want to recast and, and do a reboot of this movie. A modern reboot. Let's, he let's could be great as Doc. He would be a fun Doc. He would. Marty? Mm. Yeah, who'd be your Marty? You'd have to be know. a little guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> would it though? I guess not necessarily. Like, wouldn't it be maybe a little bit better? Well, no. Nothing's better than mom... Michael J. Fox. No, no, no. Right, right. No, I'm just saying his mom has to eventually choose George over him. So it's oh, not right, like, right. you know, you know, we're not going in with one of them Hemsworth brothers. Being one there. of them Hemsworth <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any kids. Like, I don't know any kid actors or, or actors that are in their 20s that could play. Oh, yeah. 18. Would it be like a... Who's ahead, the one that it. was in all the uh, Twilight movies there? What's his name? Oh, uh, Robert Pattinson? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would watch that. I would 100% watch a movie with Robert Pattinson and Bernie Sanders in it. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be Back to the Future. It no. can be anything. I'd watch yeah. it. You're a fan. You're in. You know what? It's It's a shame they didn't do this like... 10, 15 years ago, because you could use Elijah Wood. He could do this, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Elijah Wood. Adorably or, so. Uh, yeah. who, was, who was Spider-Man? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire totally should have done this. Yeah. But Bernie would have had to sign on, and he was too busy being political then. So. Right. 
<laughs> so Marnie does mention just casually because Doc's like, listen, it's the future or it's the past. You can't mess with anything. Right. Did you meet anyone else? Did you talk to anyone else? And he's like, right. I kind of saw everyone in my family. Yeah, I kind of saw my mom and my dad. And yeah. now it's like, oh, well, you're going to have to fix that and make sure that they stuff still happens the way it's supposed to. So for some reason, Doc takes him to school. Like, How is, great is, is this outfit that there. Doc wears when they go I to like school? I like that this is his blending in outfit. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like he's on vacation. Yeah, it looks like he's in Florida on vacay. He's got this right. like white jacket and this super cool hat with this like printed sh- like button down shirt um and he's just hanging it looks out like an school. extra no in the godfather part two like it looks like yeah. he should just be there <laughs> down in miami waiting for the shipment and nobody thinks it's weird that this elderly <laughs> doctor's hanging out in the halls of this high school walking in with this student that's never been there before yeah and for all the stuff we you know for all the cool slang and the fun slang and and kind of like the interesting stuff that they say that um just juxtaposes these two times i never liked the heavy thing because i was like heavy was that even a word like was that anything did they use that for a hot minute in 1985 and robert zemeckis was like we got it i use heavy now so i liked the heavy thing when he says really so they the mom has the hots for him we realize that when we're in the high school that the mom's kind of crush it on and this is heavy is what Mike or Marty says, and I guess he must have said that a couple of times because that's when um, Doc brings up, "Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the gravitational pull?" <sighs> I enjoyed I, it. Oh you no, didn't. I'm glad you did. It's something yeah. that always bothered me about this movie. Always, I'm like, this yeah. is heavy. <laughs> I say heavy. I like it. It's a good way to describe things that are, you know, heavy. All right. Listen. <laughs> It's a heavy time. It's, There's a lot of heavy things happening true. right now. It's true. It's very heavy right now. So Marty decides, he's like, listen, I'm just going to get my mom and dad together. It's going to be so easy. I'll I'm go just going to gonna tell them to, yeah. Yeah. I'll go to this total nerdlinger and just be like, you know that learning girl? Yeah. She was telling me she's into you. And then it'll just, they'll know. Yeah. He yeah. didn't realize what hard work he had cut out for himself because in the meantime, his mom's just horny for any dude and is into him. And his dad could use a little work. He could use a little bit of help. I, I yeah. do like how he's writing science fiction stories. Yeah. And how Marty's like, I didn't know you did anything creative. And I'm like, dude, you just met this guy at the diner three hours ago. <laughs> like, I don't, you're not playing this well. Oh, yeah, he does. He slips into that a few times where he's oh, like, it's seven, evident I love it when he, he calls me. him dad and then yeah. has to go, dad, Daddy-o. <laughs> Yeah. But he does see his mom being accosted by Biff, mm-hmm. and he almost gets beat up, but the principal's there to actually save him. Yeah, yeah, with just a glare, not even anything too heroic, but yeah, yeah. But it stops Biff from beating him up. Um, and this and is where Biff delivers my favorite line of this, is oh. when he says, make like a tree and get out of here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Because I will still say that to my kids. They don't know what they I'm talking don't understand. about. They don't even know make like a tree and leave. Like they're going to grow up thinking that it's make like a tree and get out of here. Get out of here. That's what dad always said. That's adorable. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then someday they'll yeah. carry that over to their kids. And then yep. one day they'll watch this movie and be like, dad, did you? What? 
They'll be like, I think Biff had it wrong, Dad. Yeah. I'm not sure. You might not know this. <laughs> There's a different way to say it in a way that actually makes sense. We're here to help you, actually. <laughs> it's an intervention. He realizes that his dad is into these uh, space men uh, movies and, and stuff because he yes. really says, he's like, listen, George, ask her to go to this dance. And he's like, I can't ask her to go because if I do, I'm going to miss my favorite program. It's like science yes. theater, science fiction mm-hmm. theater or something. And no one can make me. Well, someone can make him. Smarty Marty. Smarty Marty has a very clever idea. Smarty Marty. Yeah. He's got that sweet suit, that crazy looking space suit that he Mm -hmm. uh, came here in. And um, he also has some Van Halen and a head cassette player. Mm -hmm. So he wakes up his dad by playing some music, claiming he's Darth Vader from the planet Vulcan. Yep. Um, Pretty classy. Um, and tells him basically, like, you have to go to the dance and you have to ask Lorraine and I am coming from the planet Vulcan and I'm telling you this. So this inspires yeah. George. This is the language George speaks. Mm-hmm. Marty figured it out. And now George is in it. Okay, Marty, yes. listen, I was visited by this Darth Vader guy <laughs> and now I know for sure I got to ask this girl out. Did you, just like me, at the end of this movie totally want him to open that box of his new book and for it to be a star wars book because i did like oh, i you totally did, and I... you know that zemeckis and steven spielberg all the people behind this were probably i i gotta think they went to george lucas and were like george come on george. can we just use this can we just use this and he probably said no because like, that would be so bag. great yeah right that would have been because that's see. when I was watching this going like, well, wait, then in 77, did George McFly go to the movies and be like, they stole my idea. <laughs> I had the idea of Darth Vader. How did this Lucas I dreamt of him one night. I did. He came to me, and that's why I have my wife, because I had the inspiration. Or is that why he's so successful in the future? He sold this because Darth Vader idea mm-hmm. to George Lucas. We might, we might never know. We don't really know. For sure. <laughs> we may never know. If only there were two more movies that would explore oh, this man. more. <laughs> I like how, um, because you know, George is talking to Marty and he's telling mm-hmm. him all this stuff, and Marty's like, "Let's just, you know, keep this spaceman stuff between us." Yeah, we but don't want to get the let your crazy out. Yeah. Yeah, but he's talking to him, and he's like, uh, "Listen." Go in there. Lorraine's in there right now. Just ask her. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. your dense density. I said it. He does say that. Too, She's yeah. your destiny, blah, blah, blah. And like his father's writing notes and stuff. And I like how when he pushes him away to go into the diner, Marty turns around and is like, geez, it's a wonder I was even born. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love that. How at some point he was probably like, am I going to like have to pull down his pants and like show him how this all Like works? how it all goes down? Because he even says, Do you, did you touch, you mean touching her on her? <laughs> he doesn't know. Yes. He doesn't know. He has no idea. It's wonderful. Well, so he's ready. He's poised. He's got his notes. He goes into mm-hmm. the diner. Um, he gets her attention well enough, even though he's kind of flubbering over the words. Sure. Um, Flubbering? He's flubbering. Yep, like a flubber. Like a flubber. Like the fat on a dolphin. He's flubbering. Yep, like a chubby (laughs) dolphin. (laughs) I was thinking the movie Flubber. (laughs) 
<laughs> he like invented this bouncy stuff. Who was that? Was oh, that our Robin that Williams? Was, yeah, that was Robin Williams. Okay, yeah. all right, okay. Oh, it's a flubber is on a whale, not a dolphin. Excuse me. It's blubber. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, then there you have it. It's blubber on a whale and flubber on a dolphin. <laughs> That's science for you, folks. It's only because dolphins are mammals. <laughs> oh, and I guess whales are mammals, too. That's why he was flubbering. Full circle. Right. Full circle. <laughs> but he messes up his lines a little bit, yeah. and then uh, uh, Biff Biff comes in, and even Marty's at the bar there at the diner, and he's like, oh, great. This is all going to go downhill real quick. Um, and uh, Biff is being his Biffy jerk self, mm-hmm. and Marty, acting quickly, trips him with his short little legs. He gets him out in front. <laughs> And trips him and then punches him. Right he in the lays face. him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biff is getting punched a lot. Yeah, in he gets high school. In the like face. This... He should be prepared for yeah, this a little bit. This more. is yeah. a timeline where Biff gets beat up a lot. And... Right in the face. Just one to the face is all it takes for Biff. It makes sense why he's such a meek little weakling by the end of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so this is also where Marty runs away. He invents skateboarding. Oh, it's a great little skateboard mm-hmm. chase that happens here. Yeah. It's this ride where... My mom said that this used to be how they used to have these, like, scooters, and then they put these, like, milk cartons on top of it, and they would ride, make their own little, like, scooters yeah. back in the day. Well, Marty doesn't need the whole, you know, milk carton part. He just needs the bottom, the wheels, the skateboard. Mm-hmm. So he takes it, he uh, maneuvers through the town, crashes into a couple in front of, like, City Hall, hops over Biff's car. Mm-hmm. Biff then ends up driving into a manure truck. Yeah, um, I think some of his friends may die during this. Did you yeah, see that the manure truck in car, manure. They are drowning in that. Yeah. Those guys yeah. cannot get air. It's totally covered. It's gross. This is when Lorraine is just googly-eyed, like, who's that? Yeah. Everyone is like, who is that guy? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it when he hands like, the skateboard back to the kid at the end. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted like the screen to freeze and for someone to be like, and that little boy grew up to be Tony Hawk. <laughs> so he gets away. Uh, he walks in on Doc watching the VHS tape, watching yeah. himself get shot by Libyans, which, again, later in this movie, he already knows what's going to happen. Yeah, he's prepared. But um, I absolutely love this model that he's built of the town oh yeah i like an idea and how he's apologizing i was like listen yeah, it's not painted or anything some, come me some slack here it's not built to scale and it's not painted i'm like did you do that this afternoon yeah, yeah it's amazing it's awesome he's got the whole town mapped out he's got a little toy car that's going to be marty um and he's got the plan for how they're gonna uh get the the gigawatts into the car and uh but they yep. got to get there. They got to get to the light tower. And in the meantime, Marty has to make sure that his how's it going with the falling in love thing. Mm-hmm. Marty's like, oh, I think it's going OK. Um, <laughs> it's going really well. I pretend to be Darth Vader. Don't worry about yeah, that. Yeah. 
Don't uh, question that. Everything's yeah. fine. I beat up a bully. I skateboarded. My mom's still super into me, but I got a really good feeling about this. I think this. I got a good vibe. My dad's feeling a little more confident, but not really. Because when the mom, I don't know if you noticed, when the mom sees and she's all googly-eyed when Lorraine's like, oh, I'm going to find out who that man is. Sad little George walks away with his little notepad yep. behind him like, oh. Uh-huh. Yep. That's no. one, of, one of my favorite scenes or weird performances in this movie. And I think as a kid, I may have been in love with uh, Leah Thompson. I think. Oh, I know I talked have. about it during Space Camp. But when he's on the skateboard outside, but they're back in the diner and the mm-hmm. camera pans and she just turns away from the window and just goes, he's such a dreamboat. There's something wonderful about her like reaction because she's so excited about she this is. stranger well because he's he's beating up bullies and zapping yeah. away on this little skateboard thing and mm-hmm. wearing vests which p.s he's back in he's into 50s fashion oh, now the, he's no longer yeah. dressing like himself i like how um, many how many times people call him a sailor at the beginning yeah of this yeah movie. well they tell him what do you get a life vest for like yep. so many times that's mm-hmm. what that and he eventually tells, uh, I guess, his grandfather, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm in the Coast Guard. Because yeah. he's just sick of this shit by now. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the Coast Guard. Him, I get it yeah. all the time. This Don't worry. That's why I wear this. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. But so yeah, she, so, so... She, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. This is I was going to say, she tracks place. him down at yes. docks. After mm-hmm. the little oily rag fire that Doc puts out with a fun, a fun old-fashioned... Uh, Fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She tracks him down at docks and uh, she asks him to the dance. She is mm-hmm. more aggressive in this timeline, yeah. And asks him to go with her to the dance, and he's like, "Hey, you know who's great? That George McFly guy." And she's like, "Yeah, mm, you know what? He's kind of a nerd, uh, but you're the one I want to go with." I love it. Doc's watching this the whole time, like, "Oh, what? This, <laughs> this isn't exactly what's supposed like, to happen is, here. This is gross, dude. This is a, yeah. This is disturbing. What have you done? Yeah." But he's got a plan, and it is a disturbing plan because now we watch George McFly hang laundry for. Some oh yeah, reason. now George and Marty are going to go do laundry together. And Marty's oh. plan. Let's just let's just. Think about this plan for a second. Oh, yeah. Kind of creepy. His plan is to sexually assault his mother. Yeah. And then yeah, for so that she's. Yeah, for George yeah. to save the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's scripted lines for George also. Okay. Yes. Well, George needs a little help when it comes to words sometimes. He gets very nervous, we see. Yeah. Um, so he, he does a little rehearsal for him, gives him a little pep talk mm-hmm. about being anything he could be. We think that this is, I guess, his best idea, Marty's best idea. Listen, he's got no other ideas now. because The dance is coming up. The siblings are fading. I think the the brother is off the picture now, I think. Yeah, I right? think so. I think we're moved on to the sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, Burger King has lost a great employee <laughs> this <point>. Yeah, <laughs> so sad. But some random business will get him soon. Um now, Doc also has this sweet heart-to-heart with Marty, too, where he tells Marty, like, I'm really going to miss you. Like, I do hope that we get yeah. you back to where you're going to go, but you've been really good for my my ego here in this time period, and I'm, I, I don't know what we're going to do. And Marty is compelled, like, he doesn't, he wants Doc to know, like, mm-hmm. you know, well, in the future you don't make it, but Doc is insisting that you can't mess with the future and you can't mess with timelines of shit. Um, I've always wanted to be a friend, a high school boy, Marty. <laughs> no, too aggressive, too much now. So, it's too it's much. So Sanders, like, I can't. 
<laughs> I can't do anything but. But no. anyway, he does. He writes a note to Doc. Oh, he pens him a note in the nighttime at the diner with literally like practically like a little ink <laughs> and a little paper. And he spends the nighttime writing. Well, not the whole nighttime, but he spends yeah. some time at the diner at night writing him a letter. Um, it is like he did travel in that thing. He's like, let me go back to 1742 and write him a note. Yeah, dearest <laughs> doc. But he warns him about what's happened right. and, and seals it in an envelope that says, do not open until 1985. And he leaves the note in. Yeah. He's probably like, listen, you saw the VHS tape, but when the Libyans showed up, I kind of dropped the camera because I was a little scared. Yeah. So let me explain exactly what happens once the camera comes out. you got to know the missing scenes so that you can piece it all together and hopefully not yeah. die. It was still um, recording, but it was on the seat of the DeLorean. I don't know how much you heard. Einstein's okay. P.S. <laughs> Einstein's your though. dog in the future. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a dog in the future, name it Einstein. That's your, that's a, mm-hmm. don't wonder about it. There you have it. Uh, so Marty parks with his mom. Where did Marty get this nice car? P. Don't know. I have no idea. Is this idea. like maybe it's Doc? He borrowed Doc's car. Thought. Maybe Doc. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Because it's a really nice car that he's in. Unless it's, but yeah, he parks with his mom, um, or with Lorraine, and it's. <laughs> You could tell he's nervous. She's now like taking off her little sweater. She's mm-hmm. got like a sleeveless dress on. Yep. She's smoking, like you said. She smokes and she drinks all within the matter. Well, let's just have a drink. He does take a sip, but then he spits it out when she smokes her cigarette. Yep. And um, he's confessing to her that he's nervous about doing something, and she's like about a two and one. She just plants one on him. Yeah. But then even she's like, something's wrong. It's not right. It's like kissing my brother. I'm not. I don't think I'm into you the way I thought I would be into you. Sweet relief, right? <laughs> yeah, she's like, um, some people may have been into Wayne in the Wonder Years, but kissing him, it's not great. Not like for kissing me. You, Marty. Yeah. yeah. But it is fun. Like, it's it's neat because, like, when they do kiss, the camera's, like, behind him. So we do get her, mm. like, opening her eyes and almost, like, oh, squinting. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. not... Right. <laughs> well, his face, too. At first, when she stops, you think it's almost his because he looks just scared and pained yes. when he's coming. Right. So you think first maybe she stops the kiss because he looks so scared. Like, how do you kiss someone <laughs> that looks just afraid? But she just, you know, it just something's not right there. Yeah. Um, I, I just I just find it funny how his plan is to be like, you know what? I'm going to be confident. And I'm going to take advantage yeah. of this girl. And the moment they park, he's like, oh, shit, I can't do this. Yeah, like, I can't, do, I can't this. do this because also she's into it. Like, she is yeah, so Yeah, because she wants it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you said, this is his best plan. It's his only plan. It's the worst plan. He has not thought yeah. this through. But no. thankfully, no. Biff shows up. Mm. $300 damage to his car? What was that in the 50s? Like eight grand? Well, there was shit all over it. So there was <laughs> yeah, a right. lot of damage, yeah. You gotta clean there it out of the vents and everything. Yeah. 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 And he's he's finally tracked Marty down and he's ready to take it he's taking the money out of Marty's ass. I'm taking it out of your ass, is what yep. he says. Uh-huh. And then the boat I love it. But then he sees Lorraine in the car and Marty or Biff and he's like, Oh wait, let me take advantage of yeah. this situation. He's like, This is great. I get to beat this guy up and rape this woman. Fantastic. Yeah, this is what a, a win-win for Biff. Yeah. 
And so literally Biff's Goonies just carry little Mikey J away. They just <laughs> pick it's him pretty up. Easy. And... You don't even need three guys to do that. It's adorable. Um, but they 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 throw him in the in a trunk of a car, and it's of the band, the cool band that that's been playing, who's on their break right now. And, and this um, band, oh my god, this again. Okay, the reefer addicts. Just the like addicts. I just like I did not know what a peeping tom was. It took me a few uh-huh. more years before I realized these dudes are hot boxing in this car, and it's uh-huh. hilarious. Uh-huh. And they but they scare off Biff's guys uh-huh. and the but. The trunk, the the uh, Marty's in the trunk, and the keys just happen to be in the trunk. So now they got to bust in and get Marty out. Yes, um, and it's successful. The but the guitar player stabs himself in the hand, I guess, with a screwdriver. Yeah. Bad hand. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of blood on that cloth that's around his wrist. Yeah, he can't play. Um, but while this is happening, mm. George. George, I like how George is just in this dance, just bebopping by how himself. How he's dancing by himself. Yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> He's kind of into this. I was like, George, yeah. you should go to this dance even if it's alone. You're having a great time. Yeah, you love this too, these tunes. Yeah. Yeah, but George like looks at the clock and he's like, oh, God, I got to go out to a parking lot and break up this attempted sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. And of course, it's a great, like, again, th- these actors are Perfect. fantastic. When Chris McGlover yeah. opens this door... And says his line, his rehearsed line of, mm-hmm. hey, man, hey, you, hey, you, get yeah. your damn mm-hmm. hands off. And before he gets to her, Biff turns around. <laughs> her, like, barely leaves his mouth because he realizes this is a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah, this is not the, what, not as the plan was to be, yeah. Biff now is, like, pissing. He's like, hold on, I'll get back to you. I really want to kick this guy's ass because it's kind of just what well, I do. even Biff is like, listen. George, close the door. I'll let you yeah. go. We can forget this yeah. happens. And you know what? The old George would be like, hmm, cool. I don't get beat up today. <laughs> All right. This is great. Yeah. But this is yeah. not the old George. They get into a bit of a tussle where, like, Biff has his hand behind his like, his arm up behind Yeah, his he, like, back. twists his arm yeah. weird. Yeah, and even Lorraine's like, stop. You're going to break his arm. Leave him. She tries to fight him off, yep. and then Biff pushes her down. Um and then somewhere, it's like this, this supersonic strength of some mm-hmm. kind. George looks down at his hand and just like feels the power, feels the punch yeah. coming on. I assume he's like, and if that tiny guy Marty could lay him out, I think I could yeah, probably I think do the I same thing. Muster the strength, yeah. <laughs> and he does. He he knocks him right out. Mm-hmm. And um, Lorraine, this is it. This is where Lorraine just looks and she's like, yeah. Well, I, I think I'm in love. And Marty and the people now seeing what kind of what happens. And they're all like, who's that guy? George McFly. Oh, my God. Guy? This George is <laughs> the way this yeah. school, this entire school turns and is now like, you're the coolest guy we've ever seen. Yeah. You Biff, should run for president. Yeah, yeah. Biff beats us all up daily. Like, yeah. Yeah. We all hate Biff. School. And I also yeah. love how. It's such a small thing in this movie, but it's also huge because even like trying to think back on this movie, I'm like, why is he playing guitar at the end? Because this is so dumb. Like, why would he do that? But of course, it's like they have to kiss at this dance. And the band's like, mm-hmm. we can't play anymore. Plus, we're mm-hmm. high as fucking kites. Like, we're yeah, like yeah. done. We are out. We're just dude. done. Right. Right. But he's like, I can play guitar. So they play right. Earth Angel. 
and he does a terrible job for a while because some asshole cuts in on George. <laughs> like, it's not... Yeah, some jerky kid comes in. Well, and now, P.S., the sister is now fading from the back. Right, yes. We have the picture on the guitar to just keep an eye on it. And, yeah, they're dancing, and we look like we're okay, and then some jerk cuts in, and all of a sudden, for a minute there... George is zapped of his confidence, zapped of that passion he had for, and she's literally screaming for him, George, George. And he's, it's so crazy. And it's almost like he goes, wait, now I can be the bully. I am a bully now. now." Yeah, I could be, I could fight back a little. Yeah. And in the meantime, this is when on stage, Marty is starting to fade. He can't walk. He Uh can't play guitar. His hands are becoming a little translucent. Um, he's just going to vanish, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like we said, George gains his confidence, gets the dance back, and and they do. They 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 kiss. Yeah, he just shoves this guy. I love how he just shoves this yeah. guy out of the way. The yeah. guy like falls like, down. I'm back. I'm back. After the kiss, boom, boom, boom. Each sibling returns in the picture, yeah. just like magic. All we needed was that kiss. Um the band is having a good time with Marty up Marty there. Marty hops up to. I love how he just like round. Yeah. He just, he just sort of comes to once he's back in existence again. Yeah. He just feels it. Um, this lip syncing on this like Chuck Berry that it's so oh, bad. It's so bad. They shouldn't. Uh, I mean, I guess they. He only only he would know the lyrics of the song, but it's clearly not Michael. No, I mean maybe Mikey yeah. can't sing, but I don't know. They. Nobody in Mamma Mia could sing, but they were like, I don't know, Pierce Brosnan, give it a shot. Like, Yeah, go for it, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's aggressively horrible. <laughs> like, I was yeah. I was so shocked watching this going, oh, I thought this was so much better than it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy. He's playing the guitar. He's finally having a great time. And as we said before, uh, the lead singer, who isn't singing now, because Michael J. it's like Michael J. Fox and... The pinheads at this point. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. The lead singer calls his cousin Charles Barry. Mm-hmm. Does he call him Charles or mm-hmm. Chuck? I don't know. He calls him Charles. And he's like, he you know that him, yeah. sound you've been looking for? Guess what? Guess who's playing this? A white guy. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, you should, okay. But this is you should take it and make it yours. Right. And at the end of this, like we said, the whole dance, like everybody stops and they're staring at him, and he's got to get out of there. Because he has to. Well, now he's got to go. And he's late. Damn, where is that kid? He's always late. Yep. Time means everything to Doc. Big storm brewing up. We've got the plan. Uh, There's another clock involved. There's got to be a. Doc gives him this gold clock for the. uh, that this alarm's going to go off because that's when he's got to push it, gun it, and just go. And there's this very elaborate, like, wiring that that Doc's been working on from, I guess, the, the. Poles, the electric poles to the, I don't know, he's harnessing the power from the clock so that it hits the DeLorean just right. Yeah, he had to make some conduit wire from the from yeah. the clock tower, then down to the street where he's like erected these two poles and then a, yeah. a piece across, a metal piece across the top. And then he has this hook that goes in the back of the car so the, so the mm-hmm. lightning can hit the car, blah, blah, blah. We saw it in a model. <laughs> We get it. We know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, we know. We saw what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have seven minutes. They don't have a lot of time. No, um, they don't. Yeah, Marty's been taking his sweet-ass time getting his parents together and just yeah. riffing on a guitar. Come on, dude. 
Marty has also slipped this letter into Doc's oh, yeah. coat at this point, which I was like, does he still have a VHS tape at his house? <laughs> Again, <laughs> even if he was interrupted and didn't watch it, he could watch it. It doesn't matter. He could review that, yeah. But also then I was wondering, like, and I don't want to get too much into time travel because we can't, you know, time travel doesn't make sense if you really think about it. But, like, when he leaves, does the VHS tape, does that disappear from the past, like, but then wouldn't the note disappear from the past? But then, if that disappeared, wouldn't any memory of this disappear? I don't no, know. No, I think that's the thing because he appeared there. It's 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 made a shift. It's he's part of that timeline now. But then, wouldn't he's made there. Doc in the and present these... just be like, remember in 1955 when that kid came back from the future and. You know, wouldn't he be thinking that from the 50s all the way to the 80s? And then he meets this kid who lives down the street. He's like, dude, this is that kid who went back in time. This is so great. Like, maybe that's how the friendship happened. That's exactly how it happened. Because he looked familiar for some reason. And he couldn't place him. And he's like, oh, yeah, because that yeah. time you're the one that made me do this whole thing. And they hey, spent years like, together. And he's something. like, maybe I should finally read that letter. This kid was pretty insistent. Yeah, in the 50s. this is pretty, was yeah. important. And he is, he's, I love it because even, so he doesn't read the letter, he rips up the letter and he's like, I don't want to know. And Marty's really conflicted about this. And now the storm's coming and it's mm-hmm. loud and Doc is now on top of the clock tower and Marty is through the storm, through the thunder and the lightning, shouting to him, I've got to tell you about what happens in the future. Marty, it's not. Um, <laughs> Every time he tries to tell him, he's like, and the Libyans, they lightning, thunder. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right. Okay, let's just, let's get in the car. We know where we're going here. Yeah, we got to just get. Well, and that's basically what Doc is like. You don't have time <coughs> to tell me about this. We have like four minutes. You got to get in the car. Don't worry about this whole tell me about the future business. So he gets in the car, and as we said, he sets it a good, a sweet 10 minutes prior. Because yeah, in yeah. Marty's like, mind, that's, all that's the time. good. That's fine. You're in yeah. a time machine. He apparently. You take full advantage of yeah, your time, buddy. In, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, Doc's been dicking around in that mall parking lot all day long. You have all yeah. day to show yeah, up. Exactly. <laughs> 10 minutes is good. Uh huh. So he, he guns it after he gets the car started. The lightning. There's some funny stuff with the plugs, how it keeps like unplugging. And then, oh, no, oh yeah. Then oh, and then just below. funny stuff, too, with with the doc just hanging from the light, from mm-hmm. the, the um, clock. Yep. And the clock's dinging and donging and scaring him. And he's clearly a little afraid of heights. And his feet are slipping. And like you said, the plug... The one unplugs and he's yep. got to reach and get it. And then the one down below <laughs> unplugs from a fallen tree. And he's like, oh, and again, Doc's reactions to all of this, his facial expressions and everything is just so yeah, great. It's really fun. He yeah. manages to get everything plugged in as the yeah. lightning strikes. It's not a moment too soon. I love sort of the crane shot at the end of this of Doc dancing in the fiery yeah. Like the fire tracks. The tracks. He's so excited yeah. that time travel actually works and that somehow he invented it. Like it, it's it's so wonderful. And now yeah. we're back in the present. How do we know it's the present? Because there's a triple X movie and an orgy at the movie theater. Did you see that? <laughs> of course it's the present. The, plus that, plus yeah. Buck Flower is playing a drunk just on a bench somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, so Marty gets back. He's like, oh, thank God I'm back to my regular time. This is so right. great. He looks at his watch and there's like five minutes left. He's like, I got plenty of time. Here I go. Let me just start this old clunker of a car that's never reliable. Of course it won't start. And he has to yeah. run to the Lone Pine Mall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he actually sees, he watches everything happen, which is fun. And if you if you have not watched the second one, Jamie, I would yeah. give it a mild recommend because the best thing about it, the future stuff is stupid but what ends up happening in the movie is he goes back to the 50s and kind of watches himself play the dance and he has to like hide around corners while he runs down like when he talks to his parents about you know if a kid accidentally sets fire to the thing like he's also hiding behind the door oh and watching it all okay that's the best part about it so just to get to that it's kind of fun Um, But he watches himself run around. He watches Doc get shot. He watches the Libyans crash into one of those old photo booths. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remember those hour photo booths? Yeah. And I love the fact that there are apparently only four terrorists on the planet who wanted this plutonium. And thankfully, just the four of them. Yeah. And now they're they're done. But yeah, I like to. So he watches all this happen. And then he realizes that maybe he could still at least. He watches himself get in the car mm-hmm. in part of the chase, but he dives down he off rolls. of this like, little hill. <laughs> yeah. So stupid looking. And then he, he checks, he, he goes straight to, so he's very sad because he thinks this is mm-hmm. the end for Doc, but no, Doc is wearing his bulletproof vest. Yeah. Because he, Doc knows. he taped up the note. It's all old mm-hmm. and faded paper. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doc drives him home, and he's like, listen, I'm going to go 30 years into the future and uh, yeah, see what's up. And, of course, Marty's like, hey, look me up then. It'll be great. And, you know, right. fun stuff. Uh, I also like how in the background Doc turns the car around and drives. He's cl- he's not going anywhere near 88 miles per hour. He's going like 30. And <laughs> it <Yeah>. just <laughs> flashes and vanishes. He just goes. Yeah. So Marty gets home, falls asleep. The next morning, oh, what a nightmare. Mm. What a wow. nightmare this is. Oh, so crazy. Man. Yeah, I'm wearing suspenders. What a nightmare. <laughs> I'm super cool. I'm wearing But he does have like the um like the flannel shirt with the t-shirt under it, which is a 90s style that I totally miss. Yeah. I would wear that again oh. in a heartbeat. I love that so much. Take advantage of it. Do it. I yeah. should try and Make bring it, it back. back. You know. Yeah. Once fall comes around, maybe I'll do that. I think it's a good fall look for you. I'll go to what? L.L. Bean? Is that where you get flannel shirts? That's where you get it. L.L. Bean. (laughs) All right. Okay. I'll do that. So he goes out and his home, while it's still the same house, which I find funny, is immaculate. Looks great. There's Great new furniture. Shit all over the furniture. Yeah. White leather couches. Mm -hmm. And it's a definite upgrade. And he's like, wait a minute. Yeah. And then, like you said, the brother's in a business suit. The sister looks all professional. She's planning her dates out. Oh, she's got Um, so many boys calling. So many. that The brother, who still lives at home, I guess, can't keep track of it. (laughs) His parents come in. Uh, Crispin Glover looks cooler than he has in any movie, past or present. Digging on that look. Digging yes. on that look. They were just playing tennis. It looks like there's a pool out back. Yes. Um, 
it's a it's a good yes it's like upper middle class which he was a little yeah. lower middle class before right right <laughs> so, so not, they've upped the game a little it's not an enormous change but you can see listeners what you can get with confidence it's it's a slight yeah. bump in that that's it so get confident yeah. Yeah, bring the confidence on. I mean, in Hill Valley, this is how they work. It's small, but it's it's something. Right. Um, yeah, he's he's he makes some comments, and the family is like, "What?" And then he finally says, "Like, the car, the car is wrecked." And they're like, "No, that can't be." And they look out, and sure enough, it's Biff buffing the car, waxing the car. Um, and I love how <laughs> I love how George is like, "Now, Biff, you gotta put two coats of wax on that thing." He's like, "I'm yeah. just finishing up the second one right now, Biff." Did you really do two? <laughs> it's like, oh, all right, you can't. I can't put one over on you. I get started on that second one now. <laughs> Biff runs in. He's so excited with this with this book that his father wrote because apparently he's a science fiction writer now. But it's yeah, his first yeah, book. Yeah, living the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's even like, listen, I tell you, kids, when you put your mind to something, you can always do it. I want to say that maybe Marty, Marty told him that. In the yeah, past. Marty says know. that. He does. Yeah. I just, yeah. it's one of those things where I know it's 30 years. I totally get it. But don't you think his parents would be like, our son really ended up looking like that weird stranger yeah. <laughs> that had such a huge impact on our lives yeah. and such a huge moment. Like if his mom at the beginning has such memories about, oh, my dad had this kid with a car, blah, blah, blah. They've been talking about that for years. So yeah. seemingly now in this timeline, they've been talking about this Marty character for decades. Yeah, he's been part of why they met and how they met and what inspired the dad yeah. even to keep up with the writing. And they never look at the kid and they're like, he mad looks like that guy. Yeah, like, that's mad. crazy. So Marty goes out, the car's fine, but his parents are like, why would you take that car when you can take this beautiful truck yeah. right behind take the garage your car door. in the garage yeah you know your girlfriend who we didn't really talk about and didn't know existed we love her we totally want you guys to go to the mountains together we encourage oh. you guys to be in the mountains yeah. this. mom's like come on you've been talking about it for weeks mm-hmm. you've got to get yourself there and he's so happy to see her she's like it's like you haven't seen me in weeks jennifer says and he's he's just thrilled and they get this this he's adjusting to this sure. new life and then doc, doc comes pulls back, back oh he pulls back he's dressed in i don't know aluminum foil he's got or like something. A, yeah he's got this like gold jacket <laughs> on and this clear tie <laughs> and he's filling the delorean now with like recyclables just garbage he's like it runs stuff. off of yeah. banana peels i guess i don't know yeah yeah and he's like, you got to come with me. You got to come to the future with me. Uh, it's not to do with you. It has to do with your guys' children. I like how Marty's like, did we become assholes? I'm like, really? Yeah. Wait, that's the first thing you thought. Hold on. You're an asshole. And Doc's like, this is super important. We need you to be, come back. And, and it's nothing we can't yeah. discuss. Like, it's nothing I could sit down with you and be like, listen. Don't be an asshole. Anytime you try yeah. and think of being one, just think of this conversation with the guy who traveled in the future. No, they have to go back <laughs> and figure this out. They got no because it's more than that. It's the kids. It's the kids. And so yep. into this, into it they go. And it's another great line. Um, Marty looks at him and says, "You know, there's just not enough road here mm-hmm. for you to get to 80. You're not going to be able to do the 88 that you got to yeah. go." And he says, "Roads." 
Already where we're going, we don't need roads because the fucking DeLorean takes off into the sky. It can fly. So great. It can fly now. Again, as a kid watching this, I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I can't wait to see yeah. the second one. I'm mm -hmm. sure they're going to make it mm -hmm. second one. And it took them forever. And I always wondered, like, why it took so long. And in researching this, there was never a second one. Like, this was just going to be a funny ending. And it's a great That's ending. Like, it it's just it's a wonderful. joke, a hilarious ending. It's super yeah. fun. And then this thing made a gigajillion dollars. And so yeah. they were like, I don't know. Let's just make two more. Let's just keep going <laughs> like, let's with go. it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, do we even need to say if we like this movie? I mean, I, we loved it. I you loved can't it. not enjoy it. It's good. Back to the Future is good shit. It is. No, really, really great. I'm I'm glad. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think that maybe maybe we do need to talk about more of these, like, super famous movies. Because yeah. this was fun to yeah. watch. Like, I, I enjoy discovering strange and bizarre movies. And I always want to, like be like well if the movie's total shit like isn't that more fun of a conversation but so this fun, is still sure. fun oh i agree and then so. it is interesting to watch these things and see things and notice things that we wouldn't have mm -hmm. before yeah and even poking fun at a couple of things no it's and and it's great it is a, you know because because we sometimes watch you know such 80s trash mm -hmm. it's nice to remember <laughs> things that literally this movie is something that shaped the 80s that's why people wanted us to watch it and talk about it because it's it's a titular 80s yeah. movie it's super titular it is back <laughs> to the future <laughs> do you have a recommendation you know it's hard with something again this good to recommend I it mean, is so, and and it is our anniversary so maybe maybe i went simple mm. but i just decided to recommend you know i i get a little off track sometimes i don't even recommend movies sometimes they're just yoga videos uh one of our listeners and patrons laura um she let me know that she was laughing quite audibly and for <laughs> quite a lot of for quite a long time, that your recommendation at the end of our last episode was to do naked WebMD <laughs> research. <laughs> so, yeah, you do. You tend to get off track just a little bit during these recommendations. Well, uh, so it's not that off track. I'm still, I'm still in. Uh, uh, my recommendation is that you go back and listen to, like you said, the patrons allow it to be there. Go back and listen to our very first episode, Little Darlings. It's been five years, and we, I want to say we're probably a lot sloppier even than we were. <laughs> I'd like to think that we, we were more polished, but I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, That's what check I was out. thinking earlier today. I was like, I'm sure we've really improved. And I was like, mm, probably not. <laughs> yeah, not I'm much. sure we're doing the, it's just the same thing. <laughs> But anyway, that it's our anniversary, so it's not that I was picking a Back to the Future-esque movie yeah. or anything. I was just honoring the five years we've been doing this and thinking, well, let's go back to our future. Or... You're right. Our yeah. past. It would yeah. be our past. Okay. What <laughs> is your recommendation? Being, our future would be in five years, and we're like, they're making Little Darlings too. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Finally. Tatum O'Neill, where have you been? We need you here. Oh one. yeah, no, that would yeah. I I really do recommend. Like I like I sort of said to our patrons off um, off record. Let's say stuff mm -hmm. that only the patrons hear. You guys are paying for this. The patrons are paying to keep that stuff up. That's where the money goes. We put yeah. the money back into the show. Um, and you know, if you haven't heard that 
early stuff. I don't know what it sounds like. Maybe it's terrible, but whatever. We did Rocky Four so early on. I remember we oh, laughed yeah. about that robot. The robot guy. Hours yeah. hours. Like, I don't know. Check that stuff out. That's that's a great recommendation. My recommendation is a British movie from 1960 mm. because it's called Peeping Tom. Oh. Uh, it's a movie directed by Michael Powell. And it's about a like a super good looking guy who's weirdly sexual repressed. And he's like a filmmaker and photographer, and he ends up murdering women, and oh. like sort of Jack the Ripper ish, mm-hmm. um, but records their deaths mm. with like a fifty millimeter camera. Okay. Um, then later he befriends a movie, probably the only person in his lifetime that he's uh, befriends a woman. Um, probably the only person in his life that he's befriended mm-hmm. but you know he's sort of torn because he's like all i do is kill women I Should murder I be you? With yeah. one? it's it's a really really great movie and it's like uh very alfred hitchcock-esque but super edgy for something made in 1960 so right. check that out so groovy a little darker than george mcfly with his peeping diving right into that peeping. yeah all right so, everybody, first of all, for listeners right now that are supporting us on Patreon, in three days, you're going to get a movie, and it's an action movie, because we do mm-hmm. an action movie in June. The movie is called Missing in Action 2, no. The Beginning. I know this won't make you happy, Jamie, and I guarantee no. you it won't make me happy, but oh, we okay. got to see Arnold in a couple movies. I know we're saving Van Damme. I know we have Sly's giving, so I didn't want to get into any of that stuff. We're going to be visiting our good friend, Chucky Not Chucky, not Chucky. Chuck Norris. No. I know. Listen, we did not have a good time with him last time we saw him. No, no. He was an absolute bore. He was uncharismatic. Yeah. It was was terrible. He's no Vantel. This is a canon film. The great people that brought us Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Fair enough. Boogaloo. Fair enough. So I am hoping beyond hope. But. Listeners may think, oh, Missing in Action 2, that's weird. You didn't do Missing in Action. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) Because what we're going to do, coming up, we're going to do a theme season. Theme season. This is actually turning into a theme two seasons. Okay. um, Because my idea was to do the summer of sequels. Summer of sequels. But then my thought was, oh, shouldn't we do like horror movie sequels in October? So we're just going to take the summer through September. So for the next four months... It's just sequels. All we're doing is sequels. Get ready. Double down is what we're doing. Doubling down. Doubling down. So what Mm -hmm. I will say is we are going to do the second movie in any series. Don't give us thirds. Don't give us fourths. No, because it's the sequel, not the the trequel. What? (laughs) Let's call it the trequel. Don't give us a trequel or a fourquel. Don't do that. We're not going to watch that. We're going to do a second movie in series. So logic would dictate like, oh, we just did Back to the Future. Let's do Back to the Future 2. Now, mm, I already no. talked about the fact that I don't really like it. We're so not doing it. Yeah. we're going to do something because I want to watch these movies. Okay. But I don't want to watch these movies until Mr. Bobcat Goldthwait is in it. So thank you. Yes. Bobcat Goldthwait is not in Police Academy 1. He shows but he up is in, in number Police two. Academy 2. I so that is that. what we're going to do. That's our next regular episode. If you can't 
support us for $5, you're going to miss Missing in Action 2. But It's going to be missing in your action. <laughs> yeah, take that. <laughs> miss that right up in your action. <laughs> so doesn't even sound sexual. <laughs> Why would you miss? I don't so we are going to talk about Police Academy 2, their first assignment. We're going to visit the Goot again. We haven't seen him in a oh, while. Oh, he has a, is he on roller skates? I don't if think it's going to be the same if Goot. He is if he's not on, on roller skates or in overalls without a shirt on underneath it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm hoping he's not just dressed in his... Whatever police police uniform. Yes. No, he's got to have some some time yeah. that he's off off hours. Um, so that's all it. right. So we got good, some good you know, sequels look, coming up. Yeah, See the sequels. June, July, August, September, October, all sequels. So what I will say is, if there are any sequels out there that you would like to hear us talk about, mm-hmm. let us know. Let us know on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and um, you know. We'll ignore we'll your requests, up. and we'll just pick what we want to anyway. No, you can, I, I, listen, you can tell us. <laughs> I have some in mind, but please tell us. Like I, I am struggling to fill four months' worth of sequels. So if there is something you want us to talk about, please let us know. Please make sure that it is available. That's oh, the yeah. one thing. Yeah, that's just the one thing. We are not opposed to buying physical media for this podcast. Yeah, we support P.S. That. If you want to watch Splash, buy the physical media. Don't do Disney Plus, guys. Yeah. We talked about it before. Yeah. Too much editing. We don't Too want to. Too much. Do. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if there is something out there that you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Shoot to us. I love it. All right. All right, All right folks. Uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, have a great two weeks. This episode is long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like a monkey watching her take a bath, I have no problem staring at Elizabeth's shoe for a while.